Welcome to the Gangster Museum of America After Dark. And now, here's your host, Robert Rains. Thank you, Steve. Good to be back. Took a little hiatus for a while, but we're uh, back on track producing. And tonight is a pretty cool night. I mean, I, I love talking about music, and I love talking about the old days of Hot Springs. So when we have a guest that knows about the old days of Hot Springs and loves music, like I do, then it's just a, just a charmed life I lead. Tonight our guest is Diana McDaniel Hampo, Diana's dad, which we'll get into a little bit later uh, in our podcasting, because... I Granger, Irving Granger McDaniels, was Diana's dad and probably one of the most notable architects from Arkansas, but well-known around the country. And we want to do a podcast on Irving Granger McDaniel. But right now, I got lucky here over the last month or so, a girl came up to me and offered me a recording that it took a while to uh, transfer it down to something that was usable, but I got a recording of a fantastic trio. I hate to say trio because they had horns that would come in and sit in with them a lot. The Reggie Craven Band. They played regularly at the Arlington, and it would move back in the glory days of gambling. Back in the 60s, they would move around over to the Black Orchid or something. And you're listening to the Reggie Craven Band as I speak. And we'll be playing more of it as we go along tonight. But Diana wrote a wonderful article about 35 years ago that I got my hands on. And so I invited Diana in to read her own article, which she hasn't seen in 30 years. So without any further delay, first off, Diana, welcome And if you don't mind, we're just going to get started by you reading the story of the Reggie Craven Band. All right. There's a coolness to the air drifting between Hot Springs Mountain and the Arlington. Even on the hottest, most stifling summer nights, inside the Arlington lobby, there's a band led by a man playing stand-up bass. The music is just like the mountain's breath, cool and renewing. Reggie Craven and his trio exemplify all that is good and right and fine about music. Because the Arlington Lobby is a grand and glorified place, there are only a few talented souls who could hope to fill the space. Reggie Craven's is one of the few. His big band and jazz strains have the strength and spirit to fill the air. It doesn't matter where you come from, or what frame of mind you're in, if you appreciate the undeniable power of music, if you are wise enough to allow a tune from another age to speak to your heart, then you will understand 
the elegance of Reggie Craven's voice and bass. There are more than half a dozen instruments on the Arlington stage. It's Saturday night. There's a piano, saxophone, bass, and drums. The brilliantly colored mural, which serves as a backdrop, is jungle silliness. Goofy-faced monkeys peek out from behind giant jungle leaves and banana plants. There are couples on the dance floor, holding one another, deciphering each song. People are surrounding tables. They smile at each other as they recognize opening notes. Ceiling fans 40 feet above the lobby stir the genteel spirits of the past. The room feels so good. That's the way things are at the venerable Arlington Hotel when Reggie Cravens and his trio perform. Dressed in a classic dark blue suit, white shirt and red tie, Reggie personifies dignity in the world that's lost too much to high-speed glitz. He walks slowly, speaks softly, and smiles easily. Reggie was born in Hot Springs, and without exception, he's the city's most respected performer. When Reggie began taking piano lessons, he was seven years old. Miss Gardner, his teacher, might have realized he had talent, but that didn't matter to the second grader who just wanted to play ball. He had to practice for an hour every day except Sunday. When Reggie was 12, he switched from piano to trombone. A few years later, that knowledge of the bass cleft allowed him easy passage to the stand-up bass. And that's where his heart and hands have remained. Or as he said, the bass is my bread and butter, but I still play piano and organ at church. At 15, he knew, quote, I was going to do this for the rest of my life. Time has washed up and down Central like an ocean tide. Reggie has lived with the city's growing and shrinking pains. In the 60s, when gambling brought big names and big crowds to town, and Central was one of the city's hottest avenues, Reggie was playing the Black Orchid with Art Porter. Legendary talents like Tony Bennett sat in on late-night sets, and audience members regularly, including celebrities like Liberace and Vic Damone, were there. When Reggie talks about those high-rolling, high-energy years, there's an obvious longing, or maybe a thirst for those days. Now, there's really only one musician who can lure Reggie into a jam session. Almost every Friday night, he sits in with Tony Nardi at the Park Hilton. Tony is my man. We met 20 years ago and have been close friends ever since, Reggie explained but it's their converging styles and passion for music that bring these men together on stage. Reggie has had an enormous influence on many musicians in the area. He's a gentleman, a consummate professional, and an inspiration. But when all is said and done, it is the silken eloquence, it is the music that speaks most powerfully. That's cool. He was cool. Oh, man, that that takes me back, I'm telling you. Why don't we just listen to a, let's listen, we got a little bit more of this. Let's just take a few minutes out and listen to the good old days, a simpler life, when politicians at least appeared to be honest. Ladies and gentlemen, live from the Arlington Hotel lobby in 1960-something, the Reggie Craven Band. Chicago! Chicago! 
Oh, man. That was and is, we're still listening, to the Reggie Craven Band live at the Arlington Hotel. Diana, thanks so much for being here tonight. It's my absolute pleasure to get to listen to Reggie and that band again. Oh, it just brings it all back. It really does. And we're going to do a lot more stuff, you and I together. We're going to we're gonna do a podcast on your dad, Urban Granger McDaniel, a famous architect. And we're also, and your mom, actually. Well, your mom had some claim to fame, too, didn't she? She did. Her name was Ann Stell. And in the early 40s, she was actually in the first televised soap opera. It lasted six weeks. <laughs> and she was the vixen who was trying to steal everybody's good husband. And so when she came out on the stage, it'd be like, dun 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 There was evil woman music playing. Yeah, great. Yeah. All right, we got to hear all about that. She had some wicked eyebrows. Darn, I wish we had a picture of her. We'd show it. Well, we might have a picture of her. We'll put it up. You probably have a picture I've got of her. some pictures of her. She was stunning with a wicked sense of humor. As do you. And thanks once again for being here. Ladies and gentlemen, you've been listening to TGMOA After Dark on Apple Podcasts and other platforms. We'll see you again next week for TGMOA After Dark. Enjoy the music. <laughs>